Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with your host, Gary Darby. Brown fakes left, goes right himself, he's in the end zone, touchdown, Ole Miss. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard. Be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. Hello, gang. Welcome to another can of motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon all in studio. We've pulled in. We've sat down in front of our microphones, and we're ready to chat a little bit. Chuck, how are you? What's happening, my man? Uh, weather looks good outside. Made it through the weekend. Uh, got through. Did you hunt eggs, do all that kind of stuff? i tell you what, though. I am tired of waking up as 42 degrees in the middle of April. <laughs> right. Now, you know. I'm a hot weather guy. I'm a tropical brother. <laughs> <laughs> what about you over there, Mr. Gordon? I hate uh, getting up in the cold, too. But, no, it's a good week. I gave my son some money and fed him know, and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's, wait a minute. They made a movie about that, Gordon. It's called The Money Pit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Going to give my other son about another $600 so I can pay his school off for this semester. <laughs> the Money Pit. We've all been through all that kind of stuff. Uh, some oh, of us Gary, have, you just got to wait longer, though, man. Yeah, but I've already, when you're about eighty, when those one, kids are like seventeen, you know, you be forking I, that money out. I, I, I got one guy, uh, one one already through. The other two, the wife knows she's on her own. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm too old for those guys. I'm too old for those guys. Well, I got one out, and hopefully one shortly. So right, we got a good show set up for you. Harry Harrison's going to be on in the next segment. We'll talk with Harry with the spring football game coming up. Brad Henderson has agreed to come on in the second part of our program and talk with us about Ole Miss baseball and from the perspective of, of being a guy that's played, a Tupelo Mississippi native that's played in that Ole Miss Mississippi State Series, which is magnified even more this weekend because of the lack of success both of those baseball teams have had so mm -hmm. far. And let me tell you this, Brad Henderson could hit the baseball, buddy. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without I a mean, doubt. let's just tell it like it is. And I've, I've often told people, people ask all the time, when you do these things and you follow sports and, and whatever, you know, the interviews and the walk-offs after, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever, however it is, do you get caught up into liking those kids and being friends with those people more than you should? And when his career, I remember doing the, the final game, he was playing at College Station, Texas, uh, we lost in a regional. And when his last at bat, he literally hit one off the scoreboard, kind of like the old mo the movie, mm -hmm, the whole everything, mm -hmm. the natural. It was hard to interview Brad Hinton because you knew you were losing one of the best guys, people, and, and stuff that, that I'd been around. And mm -hmm. it's still a, a young part of my career in doing that. But then seeing one of the best hitters that, that has played it at that point uh, at Ole Miss, you know, and, and during his time he was there. You know, but Gary – to me, one of the main reasons I do what I do is to develop relationships with these kids no doubt. and keep up with them when they become adults and contributing members of society. And 
you know, good human beings and parents and, you know, and, and I've been doing it so long. Some of my kids now have grandparents, our grandparents. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. That's exactly right. And so you, you are right. Like today, you know, um, social media world for me, you know, I still get on and look a little bit at the Facebook world, but it's as much a part of the Ole Miss women's basketball team, the, the now ladies, moms, um, mm-hmm, and, yeah. and, and whatever throughout, well, we still keep in touch that way, yeah, you know, sure. and, and, and talk and, and know what they're doing, whether, you know, it's Stephanie Murphy coaching at a community college here and others that Van, you know, who was kind enough to be on the program not long ago, we have in the high school coaching ranks and different things and seeing what they're doing now. And, Kim and Roseman. Absolutely. Tennessee, Tennessee, well, Tennessee Tech, Tech head yeah. coach. Tennessee Tech head coach. You've got, you know, Oklahoma, you've got high schools up and down Mississippi. Same way with, you know, uh, the, I spent a couple of years with that men's basketball program, but keeping up with the Mark Dukes and the Rod Barnes, it's, it's mm-hmm. those relationships yeah. plus the players and stuff, too. Sure. You're right. Been I mean, special. Like when Bob Wetler was there, and, you know, I still keep up with those guys and talk to them all the time. And, you know, Roger Steig, I know you remember him. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I talked to Kenny Coglin today. We're talking about going over the spring game. It's Letterman. We get to go on the field and all that. And I don't know if you remember this guy, Dan Boyce. Sure. Uh, Dan's. We're trying to get him to come up, and, you know, we still keep in touch with all those guys, and it's just a, kind of a – even the coaches like Lee Hunt, I talked to him, and Steve Moeller and Billy McCammon and people like that. So, yeah, you know. That's what it's all about. That's what I it's agree. all about. I agree. In fact, I even keep up with Chuck. I remember he and I drinking, <laughs> drinking beer, Steve Sloan's last game in CS's. And we were talking about that. And I asked him, he says, you think it's going to be, oh, yeah, Gordon, he's going to get fired. <laughs> you can send text messages to 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. Already got a couple in there, and both of them are about baseball, of course. So we'll get to uh, to all of that. But we got some football to discuss next. It's a big weekend in the North Mississippi area, but in Oxford with the spring game coming up, Ole Miss State. Uh, by the way, there's double decker. There's a big youth baseball tournament. If you're coming to Oxford this weekend, park in Batesville and and, <laughs> and get a ride because it's going to be busy. Our show continues in a moment. Harry's on the other side. think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Once again, coming up next, we'll get to your text messages at 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. We'll also bring the Rebel Injury Report to you as well. That'll be at 620, but now, for the next 10 minutes or so, we'll bring in our friend Harry Harrison to the program. Hello, my friend. What's going on, guys? We've got some football junkies out there. Oh, yeah. yeah of course Always. Yes. Always, Harry. Well, it seems to be the only thing to talk about, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can talk about the rest, but it's no fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, tell me tell me something now. You, uh, you played a lot of ball. You watched a lot of ball. How long does it take normally to incorporate as many new players as uh, Lane Kiffin's trying to incorporate into this team. It seems to me like pretty monumental task, but on the other hand, most of these transfer guys are mature guys, experienced guys, already developed physically. So does that make it easier? Yes, with no doubt it makes it easier. Guys have already been through spring training, already been through the fall, Chuck. There was no transfer portals back in the day, but you go through spring practice. I mean, I, I, my, my freshman class, which would have been the next spring, would have been going, you know, varsity. So uh, we had a lot of guys that played a lot. And so, you know, that spring is so important, just like it is today. It was 20 practices then, now it's only 15. But really important they go through this. And there's obviously some freshmen in there. Quinshawn Judkins, number four, uh, does not look like a high school senior, I'll just tell you that. He, he, he's going to be a guy that's going to get some carries uh, come the fall. Kentrell Bullock, of course, been out now a week or so. Uh, he was not in the scrimmage that I saw on Saturday. He wasn't. But, uh, the the one group that seems to be struggling and is is due to injuries is the wide receiver room. I mean, we just you know we talk about Mingo has been out now for several weeks. Don't even know if he'll play next week. Foot injury that probably didn't heal. You know, all the way from last fall. Uh, Jalen Knox, of course, is I think a hamstring. You said he's not out there. Watkins, kid that transferred in number eleven, is not out there. So they're really struggling to find some go-to receivers. And uh, Dennis Jackson got open several times on Saturday. Had two drops that just you know you can't make those. Uh, one would, would have been a touchdown on a fourth down try. So that that room seems to be struggling more than anything, Chuck. But I tell you what's struggling is that offense because the defense came to play on Saturday. And the they sure did. Line, yeah, they kept that offensive line in the quarterback's chest all day. 
Luke Altmaier made some good throws. Dart made some good throws, but they had to be quick. And, uh, you know, when your wide receiver room is struggling and you can't get open, that quarterback can't find anybody to uh, throw to. He's throwing a lot of, I call them dump offs. So you're throwing out there the back out in the flat or, you know, in the backfield, hoping to make a move and pick up three or four or five yards. But that was kind of, with the exception of like an 80 yard pass to, uh, J.J., number 86, that uh, Luke Altmaier made. After that, there wasn't a lot of things to cheer about offensively. The defense really, really played well. Even against the run, Harry, I thought, uh, you know, there was a couple of bursts, but really for a two-and-a-half-hour scrimmage, uh, the run game wasn't clicking very well. The passing game, the, like you said, a lot of pressure. Uh, and, and I don't think it's because our offensive line is bad. Maybe no. they haven't. Maybe they haven't meshed yet. I just think our defense is a lot better. I think our defense is a whole lot better, Chuck. And I'm going to tell you something. Number thirteen, Tennyson, the guy transferred uh, yep. here from Auburn, not a real big presence as far as physicality, but he is a football player. He's going to come off the edge a lot like Springer. He just gets in there and, and, and makes things wreaks havoc on that offense and. It makes all of a sudden you got to get you got to get the ball out of your hands, or if you're trying to run it, even if you're running away from him, he's uh, he's got that speed and quickness to get to you. He's going to make a big difference. I thought our linebackers played well, Sis uh, Trunk and Hughes. I thought they both, and the guy that's really stepping up at uh, kind of a hybrid guy. That's, you know, you call him a weak side backer, but this uh, uh, Kari Coleman that transferred in yeah. TCU. So the good news is most of these transfers have really made a difference wherever they are. They're, they're guys that we're going to be able to count on come to fall. And, of course, J.J. Pegues right here in Oxford backing up Katie Hill right now. But he's going to be a, he's a player, going to make a lot of plays for us. And I just think that defensive front's gotten a lot better, Chuck. Yeah, and I, I like the fact that uh, K.D. Hill and Pegues are going to get a lot of snaps. I mean, it, I hate seeing those nose tackles go 70 plays. And I think yeah. these guys can go forty apiece and and be fresh and and you know quick off the ball the whole game. I think that'll make a big difference. I think you're exactly right, and you know you, you mix in the two JUCO guys, and then Taiwan Malone was out there Saturday, got a bunch of snaps at the DN position, number ninety. So it was good to see him. He looked pretty quick off the ball, but I guess he should be. He hadn't practiced a lot, but uh, he didn't make the, the traveling squad up to Carolina, so he was practicing football. That's the first time I had seen him uh, this spring. He may have been out there before, but I had not seen him. But anyway, he was uh, was Saturday and got into some snaps, and he'll he'll certainly play into that. But some of the younger guys, Chuck, at the defensive tackles that are stepping up, and you know, and you know, we can talk about those, but. But a couple of freshmen and maybe the sophomore kid that got hurt out of Baton Rouge, uh, 99 Rollins, is, is, I think is his last name, is, is, was playing well. So uh, what I liked was when a guy made a play, that whole sideline erupted. That, that went crazy. Yeah, that defensive group. You might have been standing over there with them. I was on the offensive side. But uh, they, they really have a lot of spirit, and I think this staff is, is, is going to do really, really well with this group. I do too. Uh, one thing I, I, I'm pretty sure you probably noticed because they ran right at you. Um, the offense ran a reverse to Jaden Jackson, who's got plenty of speed, and it looked like he was going to find get the edge, but Sistrunk tracked him down. And I I had been worried about Sistrunk's speed, to be honest with you, but he showed a burst on that one play that I had never seen in his career, and it and, and I took notice of that. 
Chuck, I, I think it's more of the fact that, you know, and of course he's been a JUCO guy. He's been here for no, maybe two years now. But I think he's really, really comfortable in that in that defense. And he's if you look at him body-wise, he looks a whole lot better than he did last year. So maturity, you know, and, and, and I think you get, because he knows where he's going, I think that was the really special thing about Chance Campbell. It, will Chance Campbell make it at the next level? I, I'm not sure about that. I don't know if he can run well enough. But, but the point was he knew how to play the game. He knew what gap to, to flow through if he was going to tackle behind the line of scrimmage. He knew about blitzing. And I think that's what finally – I think since Trunk has is, is really fallen into that role, and I think he gets it, if that makes sense. What do you think about those uh, two or three young corners? Uh, Harry, I don't know if you got a, enough look, but I – I, I like Ig McNoson, and I thought that uh, Markevious Brown, and also even Breedlove, all yeah. three of those seem to do some pretty good things, but I'm not a great judge of cornerback talent. What did you see? I, I saw the same thing. Very quick, made some plays, can break on the ball. Obviously, I don't think any of those guys will be the starters, but you know what? It's just like those D linemen. You got to have some. You got to have some depth. I think the Rebels are stacking depth up. I think right now you get probably got more playing time in the safety positions, whether it's those outside safeties or the deep guys. Uh, I think you got more experience there. But those young corners have got a lot of talent. Man, I really, 25, 28, 37. You mentioned them all. They can play, and no doubt they can play. And, and of course, we still got uh, the old guys, DeAndre Prince, uh, can, can obviously play Miles Battle. You know, a guy six three, Chuck six three and a half out there that can move, flip his hips like Miles does. That's pretty unique, and uh, uh, he'll get beat some, but he'll also make a play like he did in the Sugar Bowl down the goal line and tip the ball away, and somebody intercepted it. But uh, anyway, I think we're going to be. I, I like the secondary. I think we're in good shape there. Harry Gordon Ford, looking at the schedule that Ole Miss plays next year, uh, and a lot of new players. Do you think that this team will be ready and gelled by the time they get into SEC play? And I know they play Kentucky, which is a winnable game, and they're at Vanderbilt. I mean, I think there's a chance that you know the Rebels could start off with a phenomenal year. And I think you're right. Uh, Kentucky, you know, Kentucky was pretty darn good this year. That quarterback, I think, stayed the guy that was. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, so he's back. Uh, you know, I new don't offensive know a lot coordinator, about, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't know a lot about their. their uh, I guess we'll get a chance to look at them come the fall, but yeah, I think the schedule sets up very well. I mean, obviously, you know, we got to go to Georgia Tech. Uh, they didn't have a really good record last year. Played some games tough and close, but but lost those games. And that'll be a test going on the road to see those guys. I think the third week in September, and then back here with Tulsa. Uh, you know, Tulsa's going to be a spread offense that throws it around, as most people do now. But, yeah, you get Kentucky and Vanderbilt, and then you get an Auburn team that I've been saying for two years we were better than them. We hadn't won the game yet. And uh, that's the one I got circled, guys. This is all I think that, I think we win that this year for sure. I, well, I mean, you know, got I would problems say if you're looking at Vegas right now, we'd be the betting favorite, of course. But uh, you know, if you get off, if you get off to that start, then you got, you know, uh, people have to pay attention, won't they? Yes, sir, Harry. Thanks again. Absolutely, we appreciate you, buddy. This portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you.
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine board-certified surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Hotty toddy, everybody. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson, and whether you're hurting North Mississippi or along the Gulf Coast, my law office provides experienced and highly skilled legal care without charging an upfront fee. That's right, there's never a fee unless we win. For small town care and big time results after a car or truck wreck, call the statewide injury lawyers at Roberts Wilson, PA, 662 533 9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in the studios. Rhino, the producer, making it all go around. It's Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We thank Harry for being on the program and uh, giving us some insight into football with the spring game coming up this weekend. Got text messages now brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw. CCMOxford.com, friends. CCMOxford.com. You're looking for lots, land, condos for sale in Oxford. That's the place to go, ccmoxford.com. A couple of baseball questions that we'll get to, and they were both concerning players who did not play or were not in the game in late situations one way or the other. One, uh, and we thank you at 662-426-1093, why was Kemp Alderman catching? Well, Hayden Dunhurst gets hurt opening night, sliding in. Uh, to second, so you were down to two catchers because Knox LaPosser didn't travel. And we have just learned, and the second text would have been, where was Taiwan Malone for a pinch hit possibility? He was playing football. He wasn't on the, you got a certain amount, 25, that you can carry for SEC baseball on the road. And so with LaPosser not there, when you get Dunhurst going down, Harris is your backup catcher. And Kemp Alderman was the the emergency guy. When you got at the end of that game, friends, and you start pinch hitting and moving things around, you had lost a DH. And so you had to uh, fix that because at the back end of that game, 
Uh, Drew McDaniel was in the hitting order in in the nine as the last pitcher. So you were going to have to be in that situation the rest of the game. So that's why Kemp Alderman came in and they put him at catcher instead of putting him in the outfield. And so they did it in that way. Okay, and so we answered the question as well with Malone. He was not on the travel roster. He was playing football this weekend. So those are the baseball text messages along the way. I've got one for Chuck. I'm texting. I'm texting in too. Here's the, here's the baseball guy in me, and that is when I watch the scrimmages and things and I see a pitching staff dominate a hitting or vice versa. If we've got a scrimmage and the hitting team is dominating the pitching, whatever it might be, I'm one of those that wonder, okay, are our hitters that good or are our pitchers that good? You guys were both talking about how well the defense has been playing and how it looked. Does that make you concerned about the Ole Miss football offense, or does it just mean – that the defense is playing much, much better, and you just like what you're seeing there. Defense always comes around first, okay. Terry. And I, no, I'm not concerned about the offense yet. If if the defense is still dominating them August 20th, <laughs> I, I'm, I may be. But they're, they've got a completely new offensive line with four guys learning new positions. They had they hadn't settled on a number one quarterback, the, the top player of any offense. They're experimenting with running backs. They got three of their top wide receivers out, you know, with injury. So, so no, I, I'm I'm not concerned at all right now. Uh, one, because the defense is always going to be ahead of the offense, and two, the offense is playing without all their pieces right now, plus developing their front. To me, though, listening to you guys talk about the defense, I am excited. I am too about that. I am too, and not not only with the players, the ability, the depth, but I love what Chris Partridge is doing from a coaching standpoint. I mean, I wrote the other day that this was a sane Joe Lee Dunn. Uh, and, you know, because I thought he was insane. Yeah. Uh, Joe Lee probably would tell you he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, So so that's that's how I – the, the analogy I make is that Chris Partridge is a sane Joe Lee Dunn, and I love Joe Lee Dunn, don't yes, get me wrong. Yes, uh, But I thought sometimes he gambled a little too much. Um, but I, I think Chris has, has got the happy median there. Excellent. All right, again, ccmoxford.com for homes as well as lots, lands, and condos for sale in Oxford. Time for the Rebel Injury Report. This one brought to you by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Well, Obviously, that you just said, catcher Hayden Dunhurst had to leave Friday's game due due to a sore shoulder uh, based on sliding in, and I couldn't figure out why he slid in head first. I thought he should have gone in feet first. Uh, Right-handed pitcher Jack Washburn pulled a hamstring uh, in the first inning, I think. He did, yeah. Friday. Um, Max Chofi returned last Tuesday and pitched a scoreless inning, scoreless inning against Murray State. And there's so many – I don't, I shouldn't say so many, but there's a number of football players sitting out right now, and I really can't even go through all of them. Otis Reese, Jonathan Mingo, Troy Brown, Michael Trigg, uh, Zach Evans. Um, not too many guys in the trenches are missing time. But uh, some guys out wide, Jordan Watkins, Jalen Knox, 
Um, they're all out right now. What should we expect if we go to Vaught Hemingway and watch this weekend? What kind of scrimmage slash football will we see? I don't know. I don't know what Lane, Lane Kiffin's got up his sleeve. You can never predict with that guy. <laughs> you know, Chuck, last year, though, in the spring game, he sat a lot of people out. Yeah. So, you know, do you see that happening uh, could, this year? Could. I mean, you didn't even know who was out there half the yeah. time. You yeah, know? you could. 662. He's not going to give a lot. Uh, not going to give a lot away. Well, I can tell you that. Right. Four two six one zero nine three. If you want to get text messages in or anything along the way, that's the thing now too. With all of these games televised. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can look on the SEC network, and I know. I think Richard went uh, and and did Auburn's. Rich Cross went and did Auburn's on television, and uh, a couple of weeks ago, or last weekend, or something. And I know there's others that are on, and and. I know it's programming. I know it's something that – and look, people want to talk football 24-7, 365. That's right. They do. And so they want to see it. But now, even more than usual, you can't really show a bunch – I don't think. You can't no. really go all at it in your no. spring game. It's my, f- my favorite flavor, vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you're getting. And it should be, right? Yeah, it should well, be. You know, a good running game. Let's see the run game. Let's see the defense make some great plays. And we're plays. going to see a third quarterback make some plays that's going to get all of us excited. Like, oh, are we going to no, 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 it's usually that fourth team running back in the spring. The guy game. that ran all over wow, people. Why isn't he yeah. playing? That's right. Yeah, the guy ran all over people last year was a walk-on. Yeah. And then he ended up going to Southern or somewhere like that, I think, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fourth team tailback is always the favorite spring That's player. That's it. There's no doubt. Always that. Your backup quarterback's yeah, always yeah. the fan favorite, and we'll see somebody make plays that two or three weeks in, the question's going to come, like you just said. Well, why isn't he playing? Where is he? He should be playing. All right. We'll have more coming up next. In fact, Brad Henderson, the other uh, analyst on the Ole Radio Network from a baseball side of things. Hindu's going to join us next when we come back with the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Y'all hotline. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw Real Estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. 
celebrating 20 years in business. Whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Time for a game day outlook on our program. It's brought to you by Roberts Wilson, PA, local injury lawyer in North Mississippi. They'll get you justice. Roberts Wilson, 662-533-9111. Our next guest is Brad Henderson of the Ole Miss Radio Network. I'm not saying that you need a lawyer at any point in time, Hindu, but uh, welcome to the program. Uh, you know, we're just a sponsored segment there. It's not, I'm not trying to tie it into anything you, you do or have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> How you, you doing, me, man? I, I got can you. Can you hear me? I got you. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. How about you guys? Good. Well, we're hanging in there. Uh, Chuck is with me. So is Gordon Ford as we sit here and try and do this a little bit. And and we get you uh, into what is a huge week coming up for both Ole Miss and Mississippi State. But, Brad, you've been watching this team from game one to now. And, I mean, they've had their successes. They got to number one in the country. And now here you are, 5-10 and ten in the conference. It's it's. Is it, It's almost, if it can go wrong, it has gone wrong multiple times for this club. Yeah, it's been tough. Uh, you know, when, when we pitched it well, we hadn't scored. And, and when we swung it well, we didn't pitch it well. And, you know, we, we, we haven't been able, in, in the real tight ones, to get the timely hit when we needed it. And uh, it seems like, uh, you know, the other teams, they have gotten it. And, uh, you know, I, I'd be lying if I thought, I think we all would be lying if we thought we'd be, Sitting here at five and ten right now, chasing, you know, chasing wins to try and, you know, to try and get back in it. And, you know, we're halfway through this conference, um, and it's been tough. I mean, it really has because we know how talented this team is. Obviously, offensively, we knew there were some question marks on the on the mound, but we thought that we we would be deep enough to where we could mix and match and and match up. And then on games where we weren't good on the hill, you know, win a game ten to seven. And, you know, really it just hasn't happened 
to this point. But, you know, we've got five weekends left to try and try and make some noise. But, uh, you know, they're going to have to figure some things out, figure them out in a hurry. Brad, you travel with them, and you know these guys personally. What, what's their mental state right now? I mean, they've got to be almost in shock. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a pretty good word, Chuck, and, and because they didn't see this coming, just like anybody. And, uh, you know, I had a chance to interview Kevin Graham post-game on Saturday after we dropped that rubber match game. And, you know, he said, hey, we know we're a good team. Stick with us, and, and I'm going to stick with them. You know, this is a talented baseball team, and, and they need our support. I know there's some people down on them because we made it – you know, we got to number one and, and, and then didn't play well. We ran into a buzzsaw in Tennessee. And and then, you know, I really didn't see Alabama coming. I didn't see us getting swept at home by Alabama. And uh, I, I didn't. I thought after we won game one at South Carolina, we, we were about to get back on track. And it just didn't happen. Uh, but I think there's, the state of mind is, is they're still a really confident baseball team. Um, but, again, I, I think they've got to figure some pieces out on the hill. Uh, I know they try to do some matchups and, and, you know, the analytical stuff. and But but at the end of the day, they're fixing to have to run some guys out there that they've just got confidence in and, and hope that those guys are good that evening. Well, and to that, um, Drew McDaniel starts tomorrow against SEMO, and then it's Delucia, Elliott, and Diamond. Uh, Coach Bianco announced that a little bit earlier and, and going with all of those guys. Uh, so, you know, what do you think about that run? Because here's the thing. You know, Brad, you know, if you're looking at, at RPI, it's crazy to think that you're sitting here midway through and that Ole Miss at 55 in the RPI, Mississippi State's number 80. Those are the bottom two RPI teams in college in, in the SEC in baseball. SEMO's a better RPI win this week, uh, although it's obviously bigger to win these four that are coming up against Mississippi State. Yeah, I mean, could, could you imagine? I mean, I couldn't think of the last time we were at we were that low or Mississippi State was that low. I mean, I can remember in the past looking back and, you know, the top 20 teams, you know, there would be 10 teams from the SEC and the RPI, and that's just not right. the case this year. Um, and, and that's not favorable to the teams that are at the bottom right now. But, you know, the important thing right now is, is we're just trying to get wins at this point. And, I mean, let's just be honest. There's three teams in the league that are 5-10 and 10 in conference right now, and only 12 of the 14 go. So let, let's get – let's just take baby steps while we're at it and, you know, and, and let's just get some momentum. And that's what this team needs. If it can go wrong, it's gone wrong. And, uh, you know, I heard you guys earlier. You, you think about that game three in Columbia, and you lose Jack Washburn really early. Uh, you know, Dunhurst, Dunhurst got hurt earlier in the series. And it just – you know, things just haven't gone our way. And, and when they have, sometimes we still haven't played well or, or well enough to win. Uh, but we've also seen this team show up even in conference against at Auburn, uh, at Kentucky, and, and really pound the baseball. So, you know, I, for me, I'm an offensive guy anyway. Uh, I still think it, it, it falls on our hitters. And, and I look back at game three at Columbia, and we didn't score the first five innings. Now, we ended up scoring eight runs the last three innings, four innings to tie it. Uh, but, you know, had we sprinkled in three or four runs those first five innings, that's probably a different ball game. And it takes a lot of pressure off your pitchers. And so, you know, I just want to see a complete game offensively because when we do that, you can just see the confidence in the pitchers and the hitters, and, and we're a totally different team. So 
you know, Mississippi State, uh, you know, they're sitting there at six and nine, and, and they're not really where they thought they would be either after coming off a national championship. So it's two teams really kind of fighting right now to find their identity and to try and get some momentum to uh, to finish out the uh, the last half of the of the conference. Brad, th- th- throw out the records here for a minute, and uh, uh, and this year's team. When you played, how big a series was this? And and you know, what should these kids be thinking going into this weekend? Well, I mean, it's it's always a big series. Anytime you play those guys, and you know, really now that I'm I'm out of it, that I'm not coaching or playing anymore. Uh, it means so much more to the fans and it means so much more to the staff because they're all basically recruiting a lot of the same kids. The, I, I guess the funny thing for me is we grew up playing with all those guys that were on Mississippi State. And so we were all buddies. You know, we always played against them. You think about Brad Freeman from Oxford. You know, I played with Chad Hill. Well, Chad and Brad Freeman are best friends, you know. And, <laughs> and, and so there was always the intensity because it was the rival. But, but – you know, it, it was always our buddies on the other side, too. I know fans don't want to hear that. But uh, kids kids these days, they play with these kids in these summer balls, and, and they've all got a relationship uh, for the most part. Now, I won't say once once they roll the ball out there, uh, you know, if you hit somebody up and in or, or somebody pimps a home run, yeah, air six and B, there's six and be some fireworks. But, uh, you know, it, it's really um, – it was really more about the fans, and then once I got into coaching, I realized it was really more about the recruiting, you know, because you, you want those wins uh, to, to get from a recruiting side to get those players. But uh, I always enjoyed it, man. It was an awesome series. There's going to be a lot of buzz at Swayze this weekend. The weather's going to be 80 degrees. Uh, you know, you got a double-decker. you got the spring game. I mean, you couldn't chalk up a better weekend uh, for a baseball series with your in-state rival. Brad, Gordon Ford, you mentioned turning it around. What do you think they need to do to turn around, and when do you think this could possibly happen? Just guessing. Well, I, obviously they've got to be more consistent. Uh, when they put it together, it, it, it is a top 15 baseball team. They just hadn't done it enough. Um, I, I think they've got to solidify some arms. Uh, you could probably go back to the first conference series, and I don't know that we've ran the same three starters out there one time uh, since then. So you'd like to kind of sure some of that up. Uh, obviously running Dylan Delucia out there in game one, I, I think is good. I think he's, he's shown uh, at Columbia last weekend he was really good. At, at, uh, at Kentucky he was really good. So he's shown the ability – We've seen Hunter Elliott, the freshman from Tupelo, at times be really good. Um, and then who would we say we're running out there Saturday? Uh, Diamond. Diamond. And yep. I think Diamond's been really good uh, as of late. So, you know, it, it's for me as a player, I can remember if, if it was always a coin flip on who was going out there, that was always a, uh-oh, you know, we, we're not – we're not really sure, so I just felt like offensively we pressed and, and felt like we had to do more. So the sooner they can fix that, uh, the better off they're going to be. And then obviously we need to, we need offensively to be consistent one through nine. You know, we, we'll see a, we'll see a good Tim Elko, uh, for three games. And then, you know, you say, may see Graham only get it one hit on the weekend or, or, 
bench only get one or two. When they string it together, this offense is still really, really scary. So we saw it all last year. It's the same guys. I don't think they've been as consistent this year. Um, so I, if we're more consistent, it, this is still a really scary baseball team, but they're going to have to do it, and they're going to have to do it in back-to-back-to-back games where they can gain some confidence going down the stretch because you've seen it so many times this year. We've been really good in game one, laid an egg in tank game two, and then, you know, game three, uh, a couple of them we've blown them out, a couple of them we haven't. And, you know, I, it's just a mindset. And, and when they show up th- feeling like they're fixing to win this game, I think you're going to see a different ball club. Brad Henderson with us for a minute or two. Great baseball player now on the radio network with David Kellum. So, so to that point, I mean, look, I'm sitting here like everybody else. You mentioned it. The hitters are the same. They're back. And it's hard to explain why the batting averages and the numbers aren't where they were similar to last year. What, as, as a guy that's gone through, you know, four years of college baseball and then and played it your entire life, why is it the drop-off that we're seeing almost team-wide from these guys? If, if, if I could answer that, I'd be making a lot more money. You know? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't yeah. be a radio analyst. I can promise you that. Uh, <laughs> You know, and but some of those, in defense of some of those guys, so, so a lot of people get caught up, and, and they are a number. But you take Jacob Gonzalez for example. Jacob's probably hitting around two ninety. Uh, but if you go back and look at his numbers, and this is a kid that hit three ninety last year, he walked four times on on Thursday. You go look at his on base percentage, run scored. He's already hit more home runs. He's on pace to score as many or more runs than he did last year. Uh, why he's only hitting 290, I don't know. But the production is still there for the All-American. You know, it's just in different avenues. Um, but I, I don't have a good answer. I, I don't I don't know why Peyton Chatagnier is hitting 220. I really don't because I really thought he was going to hit 300 this year and hit 8 to 10 home runs. And he's just not on pace to do that. I don't have an answer. Um, and, and at this point, you know, when you get down around 200, it's hard to dig out of that mentally. And, and then you start pressing and you start trying to do too much. And, I, you know, some of these guys, I think that's been the case. Um, and, and others, I think last year, because we were so good one through nine, that when, when Gonzo would get us going, it, it, was, it just snowballed. And we were always good. And it just hasn't been the case. And, and I'd be lying to you. I'd be, I'd be making something up uh, if, I, if I knew the answer to why we aren't as good. But I still think numbers-wise – we're still pretty good numbers-wise. Uh, but we're not the 27 Yankees like everybody thought we might be. And uh, But this is still, I'm telling you, still, I mean, Elko's sitting on, what, 13, 14 home runs already? I mean, that kid's right. going to get 20 home runs this year. Uh, you know, Graham, had he not gone down, he's, he's still going to get to 12 or 15 home runs. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I don't have an answer for the overall number. And it just, the crazy thing is, it goes in it's in spurts, and it may go three innings, and then we get hot, or it may go two games, and then we have a good game. And I don't have an answer for that, and I don't think Coach B and them do either, and I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to it. I know that's the one thing that's frustrating them um, because they know how good this team can be. Talk to me a little bit about Riley Maddox. He, he kind of started off the year pretty strong, and now he's sort of disappeared. Is What's going on there? Yeah, I don't think there's confidence lost in Riley Maddox. Uh, 
I just think it's it's a lot of it's been some matchup stuff and and Riley for the most part's a, a fastball slider guy and and if the slider's not on you can kind of sit on that 93 mile an hour fastball and I just think there's been some opportunities that Mike's gone in a different direction based on on matchups but Riley Max is going to be a really good pitcher at Ole Miss um, you know and, and I think he's good, still got some opportunities out there to do it this year. I also think sometimes though freshmen get thrown in such big fires that you know sometimes you got to back them out of that fire if they if they've gotten hit around some and, and let them kind of work their way back into it. But he, for Ole Miss to be good this year, Riley Max is going to be a factor. Brad, I, I talked to uh, Carl Lafferty the last time he was on here and I asked him this question, and I'm going to ask you. Have you ever seen a year when you when you're facing so many pitchers that throw 95 plus, and yet we don't have but one or two, and it seemed like Tennessee had 18. Um, I mean, uh, these kids just get stronger and stronger, and velo goes up, 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 and up. Uh, where's it in? Yeah, the the Tennessee thing is it, it's beyond me how many arms they have that are that high on the velocity chart because you think about it when when Ole Miss recruits those same kids they're signing pro contracts you know they're never stepping on campus here and and they had some situations that were unique to Tennessee to allow those kids to get on campus you know you you think about the kid that threw on Friday that's so good he's a freshman you know there was some draft stuff there that that some numbers were really high that and nobody's going to touch that from a draft standpoint as far as money goes and so he ends up at Tennessee. But you're right, Chuck. I, it's a, you knew kids are bigger, faster, stronger. We see it in every sport, you know, football, baseball, basketball. The kids are there's better athletes, and, and they've got the training tables now and the weight rooms, and, and they're coming in. But it, it, it has been unique to see so many teams run 94, 95, 96 out there. And we don't have many of those guys. You know, Brandon Johnson's going to run it up there, ninety-five, ninety-six. He touched ninety-seven on on Saturday in Columbia. Hindu, we're going we're going to let you we're going to have to let you go, buddy. We're up against a break. Thanks for doing it for us. We appreciate you, my man. You bet, you guys. Thank you, Brad. Let's go get them this weekend. Absolutely, Brad Henderson with us. We'll be back to conclude today's show right after this. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. First, to put the final thoughts on this program today, the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. And uh, from the crew here, we want to send our thoughts to Kyle Campbell and Ole Miss Nation. In case you don't know, Kyle came in 1999 as an intern with Langston Rogers in the uh, Ole Miss Sports uh, Media Group and has been here since and is now the Associate AD for brand strategy and football and doing everything. And he lost his wife, Stevie, um, just prior to her 39th uh, birthday, which would be coming up this week. Carol. And so our thoughts are with Kyle and Stevie's family. And, and all of our thoughts are with you, buddy. That's no tough. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Unbelievably tough. Kyle's a good man. All right, let's get into uh, what's left. And, Chuck, let's go with the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics since 1976. They've been around for us, Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. All right, in the basketball portal, Ole Miss is going to add Loyola transfer Miles Burns. He's a 6'6", 250-pound uh, forward slash guard. He averaged 19.8 points, 11.8 rebounds, and 5.2 steals in leading uh, his team to an NIA, NAIA national championship. He's a three-time All-American on that level. Now, how, how he's going to translate to the SEC, we don't know, but he's got good athletic ability. Indiana State combo guard Tyreek Key plans to visit Ole Miss uh, the 24th through the 26th. He's also talking to Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas Tech. He averaged 17.5 points, 11.5 rebounds, 38% from three, 80% from free throw line. So a good, good prospect. Justin Reed's son, 2022 power forward Jalen Reed announced that he's opening his recruitment back up after signing with Florida before the departure of Michael White to 6'9'4 was thought to be close to signing with Ole Miss before he chose Florida. So this is something to keep an eye on and could certainly be a big benefit to the Rebels. Uh, Coach Yo and the Ole Miss women added former five-star from Purdue, Brooke Moore, or as she's known as Bro Coach, 5'11", 
5'7 combo player, averaged over 10 points a game last season for Purdue. Uh, Football notes, 2023 four-star safety C.J. Hurd out of Atlanta was in town over the weekend. Uh, He's setting up his official visit. 2023 four-star offensive tackle Wilkin Formby, 6'7", 295 out of Alabama, will take his uh, official visit this weekend. 2023 four-star safety Daniel Demery out of Dallas released his top schools, and Ole Miss made the list. 2023 offensive lineman Jimmy Lewis out of MRA visited Ole Miss over the weekend. He's the top offensive lineman in the 2023 class. Kind of answered a question I was going to get to, and that, is it a big recruiting week this weekend? A big recruiting yes, weekend for absolutely. football. Absolutely, absolutely. You bring them in and and. They can watch what goes on football-wise, plus other events and things that they can go to as well. They've done a good job of bringing kids in every scrimmage, though. Uh, I've noticed at every scrimmage there'll be 10, 12, 15 kids in. And this past weekend, the scrimmage that was on the inside, they had five or six kids in there that were beasts. You want them walking off the bus, Oh, right? my God. <laughs> you walk past them and you're going, geez, I'm scared to walk past them. That's good. I wanted, I wanted to make a wide excuse, path around excuse them. Excuse me, sir. In case they flexed. <laughs> right. Excuse me, sir. Can I go over there? Yeah. <laughs> right? I feel you. All right. Music time for the good, the bad, and the ugly presented by Big Delta Power Sports. All right. The good. Another week in the books for spring training and another step forward in the building of the 2022 football team. In Saturday's scrimmage, it's was obvious the defense is ahead of the offense right now, and defensive coordinator Chris Partridge is really doing a good job of mixing up his calls and his personnel to keep the offense off balance. It's also pretty obvious that the offense has enough weapons to be good as well, but they're just not as far along as the defense right now. At the end of 2021, I thought to myself that there wasn't much way to stay on the 10-2 Sugar Bowl level with all the graduation losses But based on this spring and after watching the new additions to the squad via the transfer portal, I'm getting a warm and fuzzy feeling about this squad. It's always good when the Grove Bowl weekend rolls around. First up, the noon Grove Bowl, then the baseball game against Mississippi State. And if you want a break from Ole Miss sports, take in double-decker downtown. It's going to be a big day, and that's good for Ole Miss, Oxford, and Lafayette County. The bad and ugly, well, once again, we turn to baseball. This team just doesn't. So far, anyway, have the it factor. You know the it factor. It's when a team needs a big pitch or a big defensive play or a big hit, and they seem to find a way to get it done. That's the it factor. This Rebel team is evolving in the opposite direction. Brad Henderson talked about this a little bit, but to me it's about timing. Baseball's about timing. Get the big hit. Get the big pitch. Make the big pitch to get the out. They're Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, good one day, bad the next. How many times this year have you seen Ole Miss with men on base, no outs, and not being able to produce a run? Saturday against South Carolina in the rubber match, the Rebs were trailing by one run, got runners on first and third with no outs and couldn't score. First and third with no outs and couldn't score. That's that's You're not going to win baseball games that way. I don't know. Now this time around so far, and it's made for some bad baseball and some bad results. Hopefully they can turn it around against Mississippi State. I agree. And if you're in town this weekend, 9-15 on Friday night, Brett Young, former Ole Miss pitcher, will be the uh, headline act performing downtown on the square. Ooh. Country music star. 
Brett Young. He's won several awards. He'll be part of that big weekend. So you can catch some baseball. Go catch Brett Young on the on the square. There you go. And singing and doing all that kind of stuff. All right. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Gordon. Yes, sir. Thank you, Rhino, as well. My friends, we'll do it again next Monday. Till then, so long.